This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Team you hate playing against? Yeah, uh, I guess fucking Ottawa, I guess. <laughs> We're a team. Hey guys, it's Shane. Welcome back to another episode of the Frozen Biscuit Podcast, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. So, on today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Dylan DeMello trade, and then we're going to take a quick break and uh, have Corey from the Bayou Benders on to talk hockey and uh, talk hockey in the the South because he's from Louisiana and whatnot so uh we'll talk a little bit first you know buffalo game was really well done we got off to a slow start and unfortunately or well fortunately we were able to come back uh we had a 4-2 lead at the end of the first period and we were able to win 7-4 it was a really good effort by the team you know winning and coming back from a 2-0 deficit early uh, a couple of lucky bounces that went uh, their way for Buffalo, and we were able to make the most of our chances. Duclair finally broke his slide, even though it was an empty netter, but hopefully it's a confidence boost when they play uh, Winnipeg on Thursday, and we can build some momentum. We're 3-1 and one on this homestand, and we have... Two games remaining. We have Thursday against Winnipeg and Saturday against uh, Montreal. So, with that being said, the Dylan DeMello trade was a little bit, you know, controversial when it came to his uh, return from Winnipeg. That being said, I think there's been three analysts, Pierre Lebrun and... I know Pierre Lebrun and Pierre Maguire both said that he wasn't worth a second. A lot of teams that they spoke to didn't see him being worth any more than a second round pick. So I'm not surprised that's how things went. But obviously the fans think otherwise. They think that he could have been a third, especially with a lot of the way the trades worked out. But I'm not sure if that's actually the case. But I'm excited to see what that, what other moves happen. Obviously, the deadline's coming up. So we'll talk a little bit more about that on the next episode. But personally, I, I have no issue with DeMello being traded. He's a right-handed shot. Uh, if he wanted to be here long-term, I don't know if he fits the plans. You know, we were stuck with Zaitsev, and he had, he's been decent. A lot better than people think. And... You know, we have Thompson and Bernard Docker on the way. Uh, we have Yaros that we have to resign. We could draft Drysdale. I just don't think DeMello fits the long-term plans of this team. So I would be... Uh, I'm okay with trading him for a third-round pick because, realistically, that's really all he was worth. Hell, he was worth l- worse, or worth less than that when he was in 
San Jose, realistically, I highly doubt a team would have given up a third for him when he's in San Jose. This is just uh, another example of Ottawa over-evaluating players. But with that being said, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be back with Corey uh, to talk, you know, hockey. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Hey, hockey fans. If you're like me, you have a couple of plain jerseys hanging in your closet, no name or number on But I got a solution for you where you can get whatever name, whatever number you want from any jersey. Visit my friends Chris and Kevin at Customized Sports for all your customization needs. They have hundreds of teams available for purchase at their eBay store. They're shipping out of Toronto. If you can't find what you're looking for, message them and they'll try to accommodate you. Visit their store on eBay at ebaystores.com slash customized sports. Or you can catch them on Reddit at username u slash customized dash sports. Hey guys, welcome back. So I got Corey who is part of the Bayou Benders. He's also my co-host for the New Jersey Devils, Devils Advocates podcast for the network. So, Corey. Hey guys, how y'all doing? Uh, thank you for taking the time out to join Frozen Biscuit for, no problem. for this episode. I know you're a relatively busy person. You've been helping out with a lot of uh, people recently. Oh man, I love it. I, I love jumping on on as many of them as I can, and yours is nonetheless. Uh, we we do the devils together, but uh, I have no problem jumping on this one. It's it's just more time to uh, learn new things from Shane. So it's more hockey talk. Absolutely, and I don't get a, I don't get enough of that. You know, like I can only talk to my fucking cousin enough. You know, and it's mainly between just like the Sharks and the Predators, and I don't get much talk of, of other things, especially Ottawa. I don't have anybody to talk Ottawa with other than you, so this hey, is always well, fun for me. As a lot of the people on the network know, I just like talking hockey, so... There you go. That's I, why we work so well on New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, New Jersey is an interesting one, because if, if you guys haven't had a chance to listen to the New Jersey podcast, definitely take a look and definitely take a listen, because... It can get off track so easily within with the us. ten minutes. <laughs> Not even like within five, it is, you know, done. The, ra- the rails are gone, and <laughs> and we are just in hockey debate or rant or discussion. Rant. <laughs> yeah, Shane's rants are are quite famous on New Jersey's podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's usually about one an episode. The Jersey ones are pretty nice, though. Oh, very nice. Uh, the QC ones, I'll never, I'll never forget that. They yeah. are the worst. Yeah, again, if you guys haven't listened to the uh, to the Devil's Advocate uh, like episodes, you're missing out here because I went on this entire tirade of AHL jerseys, and we started talking about the Flames, and they had the Quad City Flames, and their jersey was literally just a Q. A flaming Q and a flaming C on like the Q on top of the the C. It was bad. It was bad. It's just tragic. <laughs> it was something new. And it's it's got to be a very uncomfortable crest, you know, on on anybody, you know, not just the players. Like to just sit down and have like you know two letters like not even occupying the same space so much. It's like having like a sidewoods eight on your you know on your chest. 
it, it can't be fun, you know. Like I, I can imagine the flame part sticking up, and like for me, yeah, I'm sure it would weird. push my beard out. Like it, it it's just like, it, it's not not only ugly but probably uncomfortable. Yeah, because like if you guys haven't had a chance to see it, it's it takes up the entire jersey. It's mm. it takes up the entire front of the jersey, and it just looks and feels uncomfortable. <laughs> With the design, it was designed by some fucking idiot. I swear, but a perfect team in mind, you know. Most jerseys are. The <laughs> NHL has the worst uh, designers for jerseys. You know, you, you ain't fucking lying. How uh, we didn't we didn't address it on the Devil's Advocates podcast, but I want to ask you this: How did the the poll for the devil's jerseys go we didn't we didn't get a lot of people i'm I'm a little i'm a little depressed when it comes to that but uh it was a hundred percent go back to uh as i put it uh putty the putty classic green yeah so. i find new jerseys fan base relatively quiet on yeah, they're, Twitter. yeah they're very fickle when it comes to that it's like i'm sure if they were winning they'd be right up there you know uh I just think that they're, they're kind of laying back, you know, I'm sure if, I mean, Twitter is just uh, a troll nightmare. So you want to go up like for an half for a Habs fan to go up there. It is, it is literally just, uh, you better be pretty damn good at comebacks, you know? So I'm sure it's not easy for a New Jersey fan as well. But, I feel uh, like New Jersey gets like Ottawa. It's just all ownership. It's all, uh-huh. you know, Oh, how can't you sell out an arena? This, that, and the other. So it's easy for us to kind of ignore it, but it's rough because our own fan base is at that point of like, oh, we're just very special. We think that our players deserve all first round picks when traded. It's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you could be going through the Buffalo meltdown where it's like you, you assemble such a uh, <laughs> all those strong, right-handed a, defensemen, <laughs> a strong, yeah, a strong team, and uh, and still fucking get 13 games in and, and then start the the same, you know, madness. Yeah, same song and dance when it comes to Buffalo. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. And they were actually our last game, and we uh, it was not a good start for the Senators. We were down uh, 0-2, and it was not a pretty game. That's for sure. Uh, I mean, it was because we came back and we scored like three goals in under two minutes or four goals under two minutes. Nice. So it just shows how you bad, like how bad Buffalo's been, right? This year, because that shouldn't happen. <laughs> Seven to four, Lord, that is insane. And then uh, previously, you guys came and uh, and stopped Dallas, which was which was a really fun game to watch. I actually postponed. Uh, I think I was jumping on with, I want to say it was Tom, and I was like, Tom, I I need to I need to just check this out, and I, I finished watching the uh, the Ottawa Dallas game, and it was it was really really competitive. Yeah, the Dallas game was a good win. Uh, we were three and one on the homestand, and or so far we have two more games. Uh, Winnipeg is our next game on Thursday. And uh, we're actually – that's a 
it's a weird one because it's actually a dog game. There's a you can bring your dog to the game. Really, I'm pretty sure something like that. It's a, a furry friendly game. Some That's it's something cool. weird. Um, and this is something that that I think is awesome for you guys. Uh, apparently. Uh, five dollar beers until puck drop. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's I mean, I wild. Don't drink, but yeah, it's uh, it's pretty great. Not gonna lie, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, we we have two more games. Uh, Winnipeg on Thursday, and then your Montreal Canadiens on Saturday. Oh man, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you guys have a great chance of fucking winning us. Winning oh, man, it's so great to watch Montreal fall. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> well, I we're nine points back. Next, uh, yeah. Damn. We're nine points back in Montreal. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Montreal is like ten points back. Uh, only eight maybe points back, actually. Eight points back from a from the second wild card spot, huh? Uh no. Well, they're eight points back from Toronto. Mm. But Toronto actually has a game in hand on Montreal. Okay. Um, if you're looking at wild card, they are 10 points back of the wild card. <laughs> so you have some work cut out for you. Um, I don't know if you talked about it yet, but uh, didn't didn't you just go to another uh, Senators game? I, I know you live out there, but. Uh, oh, yeah, I go did, to as many as possible. Home. That's so awesome, dude. Yeah. Um, honestly, yeah. So I know you're from uh, you're from Louisiana. AKA the Bayou Benders. It makes sense. Um, but it's, it's a different kind of atmosphere when the team, the uncertain, like the uncertainty around the team right now has created a lot of angst with the fans. And it's not as exciting to go to a game. The arena isn't as loud as it should be. Right. Because of it. But um Pajot had uh four points against Buffalo, which is suiting wow. for the occasion. Um and we have a chant for Pajot in Ottawa whenever he has a really good game. It's yeah, really what's funny. That? It's just uh Pajot, 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 Pajot. Just like that. <laughs> just over and over. That's awesome. It's great. So it's just like when the, the fans are super excited, because I know, I mean, I'm not sure how much media exposure the Sens get, especially in Louisiana, but it's a lot of negative press up in Canada. It's like, oh, the fans don't care, this, I mean, the other thing. It's like the fans care, but they don't want to see crap on the ice. They want a, a good product that they can care about. And... There's so much uncertainty that they can't care about it, which is why this this uh, tra- uh, draft or trade deadline is so important. Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, you know, with being down here, um, you know, we don't have hockey, but like I, I can understand that because like we've we've had a a, a terrible basketball team for, for God knows knows how long, and uh, I mean the fucking Saints have only been good for a decade. You know, I remember my grandpa telling me, like, when he was young, that, like, you know, there was never, never a really good, yeah, like, like, there was never a really good time to be a fucking Saints fan. Like, you could go only so far and know what the, what the outcome was. 
uh, ticket sales were low, you know, no one was really going to the games. But one thing that we did have is that the people that did go to the games, despite wearing like paper bags and shit and that being <laughs> like, you know, the paper bag era, uh, they were still loud. Um, and, and I really wish you could get that in Ottawa. Um, I, I get that fans don't want to go to a game like you're saying that that's not, um, I guess, interesting and in a, in, in a high caliber game, uh, the way you put it. But it's, you know, I, I would still love to see fans go because if you didn't have a team, you would you would realize how, like, lucky you are to even have, like, you know, a national team. Uh, I mean, we don't have shit, you know. I have fucking football, and, and that's 16 games of fucking – I mean, I can't even watch anymore. I work it, so it's fucking boring to me. And then the basketball team's so fucking trash, I don't care about it. Uh, I mean, we got Zion Williams, but who, I don't fucking care. I want a, I want a hockey team there. Yeah, I feel honestly like Louisiana is a very untapped market. Like the NHL talks about untapped markets, and I feel like Louisiana is a very untapped market. I think Man. they look at the Atlanta issue, and they may compare Louisiana to Atlanta, being like, "Well, we don't know," but I still think that if a ownership group wanted to bring a, a hockey team to Louisiana, it definitely could. Absolutely. Um, and I mean, yeah, there's, there's other places other than New Orleans to have it, but like New Orleans is like kind of a smart idea. You know, you, you, you literally have uh, in, in they're right across the street from it, from each other. So you have the Superdome, uh, Gerard street, and then the Smoothie King arena. And they're, they're connected with a, with a, uh, a skywalk. So it's like, you know, you're not going far. Um, you can play, you know, basketball one night, hockey. Yeah, it, it would be it would be frustrating. But but a lot of teams do that in this league. Um, and one thing that we have that, you know, I guess most people have, but, it, but it's a benefit, is that all of our big teams like this, they're all owned by one organization, which is the Bensons. So it would make sense, like, you wouldn't have uh, – you know, like complications, like she owns everything, all of the national teams and the small things we have, like the, the new new Orleans rugby team, we got the gold now. Uh, she owns all of that. So it would make sense for her to, if, if you're already selling out, you know, the, the Smoothie King Center on the off days, you could have hockey. Yeah. And I mean, I definitely think that Louisiana, even if it were to bring in like a, an American Hockey League team, yeah, I, I, it doesn't have to be national. I, I think the uh, an AHL team would be great. I mean, I would even go uh, lower than that. It wouldn't bother me. Uh, I just think that it's a great place. Um, a lot of people that I meet down here that aren't from here are from up north, and you know they're 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 moving down because it's cheaper. It's a cheaper living, and the climate's better. And they come down here, and like most teams that end up in southern states, it's because they're from up north, and the only thing that they're missing is their hockey. Yeah. So and this is a great. This is a the a mini Las Vegas. You know, we have, you know, gambling's big here. We, you know, it's a big drinking capital. There's there's a chance a for hockey capital. to grow here. Oh, absolutely. You know, this is this is the party time right now. I'm working like ridiculous hours because uh, it's Mardi Gras going on right now. Show, um, like, show Mardi Gras during hockey season. That right? Well, imagine imagine that you go to party. And then go to a hockey game, and then go back to partying. Yeah, because the shit that like, all right, so like Bourbon Street doesn't close like 
till I'd say four in the morning. And then you go to Decatur street where there's still bars open. Like where I used to work before I went to Budweiser, we we're a 24 hour establishment. There's over like 45 places in just like these two streets that are a 24 hour establishment. So you don't have to quit. Like there's no, Oh man, like, I guess we got to go home and call it a night. You don't have to fucking do that. Like this place doesn't sleep. I mean, we recommend you do it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, healthy. yeah. Um, yeah. I've thrown up my fair share of fucking zombies, you know, but like it's up to you was, to make that choice. I, I know. Like, I know he's called to bite. Like his name is, or his, is your Bayou Benders, but we don't need people going on benders in no. the Bayou right now. No. Uh, but this, this is the time that it does happen. It is Mardi Gras. It's in full effect. Uh, we've had parades since uh, beginning of January, but all of them are, are cultivating very quickly, and it all takes place uh, starting this weekend is when you have, like, I think seven of them, and then it'll be that way all the way to Tuesday. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, like... it's, it's sales down here are insane. Uh, so much that uh, Pink Whitney – just got put in most of the bars down here, at least the bars that were smart enough to ask outside of New Orleans, is this a popular drink? The ones who have it, guess what, are raking in the fucking monies because people come down here uh, for Mardi Gras. And if you're from up north and you know what that is, you're going to drink it. We got a lot, you know, there is a hockey base down here. A lot of, a lot of bars do have hockey. So it's like, you could have a pink Whitney on Mardi Gras watching a hockey game. So yeah, it'd be – oh, man. I would love down – love to go down there. Dude, just I, – I tell everybody. Everybody that says that, I'm like, dude, just give me a call. It is so cheap. Uh, it, it's not cheap for us, I guess you would say, because we're not used to it. But everybody comes down here, and they're like, wow. It's so fucking cheap here, you know. So they, everyone tends to have a really good time down here. And uh, everything's so close. We're such a small city. So, you know, it's not hard to get anywhere. Well, that's the important part, right? A proximity and whatnot. Yeah, like you could walk from Frenchman, which is a big, which which is Decatur. Uh, once you pass a certain street, um, and then two blocks up is Bourbon, and Bourbon is I want to say uh, seven blocks is about the estimate of, of like all the big bars and stuff like that. Then you can go to Canal Street, which I wouldn't recommend so much, but if you go to the end of Canal, that's where the you know, where like a uh, Harris casino is, but then you come back towards where I used to work on Decatur. And that is a, I want to say 17, 18 block street of just full bars and, and restaurants and just great atmosphere. It's right, right across from the water. So Mississippi is literally right there. Yeah. That would, uh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like I'm looking at flights from Ottawa to New Orleans Airport, four hundred and forty bucks. Not bad. It's almost ten hours, but <laughs> that's fantastic. Man, uh, and that's for a round trip too. Oh, nice! Like that is hella cheap. That's really good, dude. Awesome. Let's see what Airbnbs are going out there down there. Oh, uh, I, I can tell you because a lot of people that live down here and uh, like if you're if they're big into like the Mardi Gras scene. You just rent a fucking Airbnb because it's it's so much easier to to take an Uber here and you know than than to go back to your house you know sometimes so 
Airbnbs go as, as low as $35 for really nice spots, you know, and up. Man, I might just say screw it and have to take a trip (laughs) down there one day, go catch a New Orleans game. Yeah. Let me know. Uh, I'll probably get you tickets, bud. Uh, just because of where I work, you know, we, we kind of have these tickets floating around constantly. So, you uh, you know, it's not hockey talk, but, uh, man, just let me know if you come down here. I'll, I'll set you up. Uh, yo, that'd be so much fun. <laughs> like, I've always wanted to go to New Orleans. I've always wanted to go to an LSU game. Dude, not going to lie, they're so fun. They have such a great uh, outdoor, you know, an outdoor stadium. Um, I've never like really – college games in the st- – like college football in the States – Dude, looks like SEC so much fun. is insane. Like college, I've never been outside of like the SEC games. I've gone to a couple that are you know in the SEC. Um, I've ne- I can't really speak for ones outside of it. I'm sure they're awesome, but man, there's nothing like going to see SEC football. What was it like down there when LSU came back with the national championship? Dude, dude, I worked the fucking game. It was insane. Dude, uh, I broke my fucking toe. I slipped on some water, cut up my fucking knee. So they were like, you can't work anymore, you know, but, like, you don't have to go home. So here I am sitting in the fucking dome watching Joe <laughs> Joe fucking Burrow just put on a fucking clinic out there, dude. Yeah, Clay was going team, nuts. I knew they were going to lose. <laughs> dude, I knew they were going to lose, but I have nothing but respect and faith in their quarterback. Dude, he's going to be something Yo, special. Trevor Lawrence, I want Pittsburgh – I'm a Steelers fan. I want Pittsburgh to lose. So they could take Just them. to pick. <laughs> Man. Fucking, uh, I'd be so happy with that. That kid's something special, man. And, and I said I said that going into the game. I was like, I don't think they have a shot. But uh, win or lose, like that kid has shown in, in two seasons that he is definitely like he should, he should go number one. You know, he should be the first overall pick when it's his time, when it's his draft. Oh, he should. He should be the. He's the consensus number one heading into the twenty twenty one draft. And I mean, dude, I, I think it's so cool. What was he? A sophomore? He he wins the national championship as, as a, a freshman. As a freshman. So I mean, he dude, was look like twenty five and zero up until that national championship game. Hmm. He has one loss in his college career. Dude, kid's a fucking legend already. And like, I, I could see him winning it next year because who's who's going to be their real competition? LSU's well, going to be gone. out of it. Boro two is, is gone. gone. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure most of the quarterbacks that were dude, like, it's going to be Clemson. Like, it's going to be yeah. Clemson's to lose next year. I think it's going to be know? Clemson, and uh, yeah, I don't even because two is gone. He he's declared. Uh, Ohio State's quarterback is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oklahoma's quarterback, I think, is gone now. He might be back. Borrow's my thing gone. is like you might you might have something with like Georgia. Like they they always have like a really Georgia, good run game. Auburn. I, you can't disc. You can't count out Alabama. No, but but like, the way the the Nick Saban thing that's going on. Granted, I don't follow Alabama as much as I used to, but uh. That organization is a winning organization. I don't really see them taking taking a, a fallback, but uh, it's definitely going to change with uh, with the missing of two. And I, th- I think even uh, Florida, Florida might have a, have a good shot next year with, with a lot of these these big teams uh, taking a step or... back. The Gators, not the yeah. Seminoles, because uh, the the Gators backup uh, was really impressive at the start of a, uh, at the start of the season when they're when they're you know they're starting 
uh, quarterback at fucking – I forgot how he got injured. But uh, their backup came in and was throwing the ball really nice. A lot of deep balls. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting. I'm hoping – I hate the college playoff format, though. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate it so much. It's so it's stupid. silly. It's it's fucking silly. It's ridiculous. It could be a lot better. It could be a lot better. Yeah. Who uh, – I like how this went – like, again, see, hey, if you're listening to this, <laughs> this is very much how the Devil's Podcast goes. <laughs> we start talking sports, and it just – it gets off track so much. Yeah, um, it happens. <laughs> you know, it's supposed to be a hockey podcast, but you get a little bit of everything. Um, I, how is to, – to keep it on the college level, actually, how is college hockey down there? Is there much of it? Like, what schools out down south have big college programs I would for think, hockey? You know, like, that's something, like, I don't get a lot of. Like, I, Florida – now, see, I, I think it's a lot of just club teams. Like, it's not really, like, a, a competitive a competitive aspect. Like, it's not like uh, – like, they're not playing for anything more than just, like it's, – it's like a club thing. Like, uh, like LSU had a club team, but I think they got disbanded again. They, they brought them back, uh, I think, four seasons ago. And I don't think they – I don't think they had enough people wanting to come to play to, to keep the club alive. I think Florida still got their team um, – it's basically like your big SEC teams have have clubs for hockey, but I don't think it's anything compared to like you know when you go up north and you, and like people playing in like the Frozen Four, the, like the Bean, you know the Bean Pot and stuff like that. Um, that's something I really want to start getting interested in. Is is a little bit more college hockey. Um, it is something that I wish we did have down here because we just have like even Tulane, you know, which is like our, our big law school down here. They had it. They had a. Um, they had a club league uh, as well that I think they played like, you know, like, like a, a Texas team, you know, LSU, Florida, uh, Oklahoma, stuff, you know, stuff like that. That's fair. But yeah, yeah, I, like, I, I wish know, it was a little bit bigger. Yeah. Cause I know like up North, like we get a lot of like Boston university, Boston college, uh, Minnesota, Dakota, yeah, Dakota's, uh, uh, Colorado's Wisconsin, team, uh, yeah, Colorado, yeah, Wisconsin, like a lot of those. Cole Caulfield. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I feel like down South is such an untapped market for hockey, especially like Southeast or central mm-hmm. South. Like, yeah. Cause you would think you would think, uh, especially like, Louisiana because Louisiana was originally, uh, colonated by uh, French yep. at the time it was they were French immigrants and a lot of them actually came from, from Canada yeah from what is now Quebec mm-hmm. yeah uh, actually that's that's where the Creole people are the Creole people are are literally like uh, the further you go down south in Louisiana the more you'll start to pick up this this French, like really hard to understand uh, dialect, and that's the Creole people, and it's it's literally uh, a mix of like uh, Isleños, French, and kind of like Pig Latin. Um, it it is if you've ever seen the Water Boy, um, fucking special teams farmer friend, it's literally like that. That is Creole, and and that is that is what you know. 
former Quebec settled, you know, the people from Quebec, Quebec that settled down here, that is like the, the, the sound of their dialect had turned into. It is so fun to talk to those people. I wish it was something that was teachable in school because there's things that they say that I don't understand. And I wish I was able to speak it. Like I would hold that like so dear to heart, like, like, yeah, I, I don't have this, but you know what? I can speak fluent fucking Creole. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, I think overall hockey has expanded so much that you have to get, you have to go down south, even as an AHL team. Mm-hmm. I would love like, it. Uh, like I was saying, like, like uh, you know, there was talks of like Houston wanting to bring back the uh, the arrows, uh, and and you know, if you can't get the net, if you can't get in the NHL, I don't see why you can't push for an AHL team and just bring back the arrows that way. You know, because like, but Louisiana would work. Uh, we have two. Really good young teams in the uh, the NAHL. You got the uh, the Mudbugs uh, up in Shreveport, who I want to say two seasons back were in like the top five runnings of uh, I think Kraft does it, the Hockey Town. Yeah. Uh, so we were one of the we were one of the big uh, runnings, and I just went to my first Mudbugs game this year. Uh, went and dropped off some sticks that was that was given to me by uh, STX Hockey. Uh, which was really awesome. I love that they did that. And uh, they wanted me to give them out to local kids. So, you know, to help them, you know, we, we're any mis, uh, less fortunate kids, I was trying to I was trying to get my point across as to, like, you know, I'm trying to get back for, for the Christmas time and, you know, maybe maybe help a kid that, you know, can't afford it. They wanted me to give it out to kids in New Orleans, and I thought that was really generous, but I, I just don't see what the fuck a kid down here would really benefit from that because we don't have ice anywhere near us. We don't have a rink or anything. So I brought it up to where my wife is actually from, right outside of Shreveport. And while I was there, I contacted uh, the awesome people that uh, with the mud bugs, and I was able to uh, to offload them to like three, I think, freshman high school players. And uh, you know, they're still using those sticks, so I'm I'm super happy about that. How close is? Uh... So it doesn't sound real Canadian, but how close is a uh, is Nashville to Louisiana? Seven uh, from New Orleans, it's seven hours and twenty minutes. That's not bad. And then Dallas is seven hours, or it's vice versa. It's either Dallas is seven and twenty minutes, or or Nashville is seven. Yeah, because Louisiana borders Mississippi. Arkansas and Texas, and then yeah, because I mean, I drive through Mississippi to get to Tennessee. Uh, that'd be rough. It's really not that bad of a drive. So for us, it's literally you would drive through Slidell through that like the world's longest fucking uh, bridge. Um, you drive through Slidell, and you you drive through like you just cut straight diagonally diagonally through Mississippi and then your longest part would be driving from uh from the bottom of Alabama to the tip of it and then you just gracefully pass through Georgia's tip and then you're in Tennessee 
That's fair. But I think you, I think you spend like three to four hours in Alabama because you're literally driving through just about almost all of it, just going straight up. That's fair. But um, definitely a beautiful rod. So, because like just looking at the map, uh, if Nashville wanted to move their team from Wisconsin, Louisiana would be a choice. But I mean. They also have Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia boarding each other. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of teams that could be, un, like a lot of states could be untapped. Absolutely. Uh, like even Florida, like if because Florida and Tampa, their AHL teams, I think, are the Springfield Thunderbirds. I think for Florida and the Syracuse Crunch for Tampa. Tampa. I wonder what they would do if they moved to Louisiana, like moved one of those teams to Louisiana. I wonder how much, how beneficial that would be. I mean, I think it would uh, like Northern Louisiana is, is a hockey town. Um, and then you come, you come down to us and it's secretly a hockey town. And it's really, it's, it's, it's a secret to people that aren't here. You come down here, there's people always in their jerseys. And, um, I mean, the only thing I don't like about it is that because uh, it's not acknowledged a lot down here, that it's a lot of snobby-ass fucking people. So, like, me and my cousin <laughs> don't have a lot of chances to talk other than, like, like I get it, I get a little bit more because I come on here and I talk to, like, awesome people like y'all. But, uh, like, we'll, we'll say, like, hey, man, that's a really sick jersey. You know, like, like the other day I see some guy wearing a, a Wisconsin jersey. And I'm all excited, you know, because of Call Caulfield. So I'm like, hey, man, that's a sick jersey. And a dude just straight up ignores me and keeps fucking walking. I'm like, you know, I get it. Like, you might think I'm a fucking idiot, but, like, how would you know that I, I, I talk hockey literally fucking, you know, twice a week on a podcast, you know? Yeah. So a lot I mean, of people come down here and they, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they stick their noses to the fucking air like we don't know what we're talking about. But, man, there are so many people down here that love hockey and and we're so nice about it. Like we just want to talk. We don't give a fuck if we don't have anything in common other than hockey, dude. We'll sit, we'll sit there and talk hockey to you. Yeah, hockey you know? is great. Sports are great. Absolutely. Uh, I still think that even if they were to bring like a an exhibition game, yeah, like like just just like test the waters, like show that it's capable. Yeah, you know, maybe like, do Dallas like a, versus Nashville in Louisiana. Yeah, like or, uh, like how they do like those preseason games where they kind of do them like in, in different spots. Like, dude, I'd love to host just just a pickup game. I don't give a fuck what it is. Yeah, I think like, that'd be great. Like we did it before. You know, we had the brass. Uh, we lost it because of management problems, and um, we they were sharing kind of like what's going on with the Islanders. Uh, going back and forth, we were having the same thing. We had a Coliseum where we played, and when we played at the Coliseum, it was fucking rocking, and people were there. We were packing it out, and then we were going to the Smoothie King Arena, which was a little bit more of a hassle uh, because it was just so much better in in the Coliseum, uh, and ticket prices were a little bit more expensive going over to you know uh, to the arena, and then. With it being so new, they didn't have, they didn't own as many parking lots as they did now. So parking was bad, and you had to walk through the fucking city to do it. But that's that's so different now, you know. 
uh, their big problem was that they were going to stop doing it at the Coliseum and wanted to switch it strictly to the the new arena um, because, you know, it was perfect housing for it. Problem was is that they wanted a huge difference in the amount it paid over at the Coliseum, and, and that inevitably led to us losing our team. I hate when politics cause teams to, to fold and move. Yeah. It, it's literally, like – I hate that, like, Lafayette lost their team, but their team was lost. One, poor management, but uh, their sales were down. Like, nobody was going to the games, and it was sad. Uh, it was a great team, and, I mean, dude, it was in the fucking SPHL. Like, these motherfuckers were fighting every night, so it was entertaining. You know, it was still really good hockey. That's where um, – what's his name? He, he used to play for uh, Chicago and uh, Scott Darling. Scott Darling started there. He's the only player to come out of the SPHL – and play in the National Hockey League. He played down here for Lafayette. But they lost They lost their team because, you know, no one was going. And I think that's so sad. I don't think you would get that in New Orleans. It's too, it's too fun. It's too entertaining to be like, dude, like, we're fucking in New Orleans. Let's go catch a fucking hockey game. Yeah. I mean, when I think of New Orleans, I think of party. Yeah. I think of flashy lights flashy colors but i think partying and sports go hand in hand absolutely because you can make sports into a party yeah it's like it's like every day's a tailgate like yeah especially with that weather right yeah dude the weather's always good here like like we get rainy days but it's like it's either fucking storming its ass off or it's like like portland and seattle it's like a mist you know but like for the most part, we have nothing but fucking sunshine, nothing but, you know, like, easy easy days down here. Yeah, it gets hot, but it's not hot. It's, it's the humidity. You know, that's it. It's just sticky. That's it. But it's not stopping you from going out and fucking having a good day. Yeah, that's for sure. What uh, So with the situation in uh, St. Louis, maybe it opens up the, the door for – Louisiana to get an AHL team. God, if I could make that fucking happen. <laughs> uh, my my next thing is like you know like my whole my whole thing with starting the Bayou Benders was to kind of get uh you know Louisiana like noticed as a, as a great hockey platform as, as a great contender for for better hockey than what we have. We have really good hockey here, uh, and I think it would just be nothing but beneficial if we could we could take the the next big step, whether it be AHL or a minor league team, you know, uh, hockey will thrive down here. It is, it is the time to do it. Maybe not in the past, but the amount of people that are moving down here from the North now, it'd be silly not to recognize that. Um, right before uh, Las Vegas got their team, we were in the top 10 cities that were, one, capable of holding a team, and two, had the people willing to go to a game. So, Yeah, I mean, I definitely think it's time – to give them a look. And I mean, even if it's the, uh, if the ice skaters come back or like the ECHL come yeah, back. Absolutely. Um, the Cajun dome. What a name. Oh, oh yeah. The Cajun <laughs> dome dude. So great. That's where, uh, ULL plays. So the raging Cajuns play football, out, uh, right next to it. Yeah. The Cajun dome is sick. <laughs> what a name. 
Dude, that, that town is awesome in itself. Like, Lafayette is literally just, like, a small New Orleans. Like, it's not, like, it doesn't have, like, a city cityscape or anything. But, like, you go down, like, their main street, and it's, like, all, like, cobble cobblestone streets and stuff like that. It's really New orleans And then, you know, they got the fucking Cajun Dome. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, 10, like, I don't understand how this team folded. Uh the Louisiana Ice Skaters, 10 years, and they only missed the playoffs once? Dude, such a fun and, – and that was the only time I could watch hockey on television. Like, like I I've, – I've never, I've never had the luxury of being, I'm going to turn on my local television channel and catch a game. Uh, no, I <laughs> definitely think that is uh, a mistake right then and there. Um. Wow, uh, I just I can't believe it. Yeah, even even uh the guy modeled uh behind Doug Glatt played for the Gators. I think for I think for seven games, but that's still cool. Like, wow, <laughs> uh, Louisiana is just untapped, and it needs it needs something. I think it's a great chance. Uh, you know I. Me and my cousin kept saying, you know, like if, if if Zion didn't work out, it would just make it so much easier for us to like compete and and, and getting a chance at, at a at a hockey at a hockey team. Uh, I, I think with him still being here, I don't think that that changes. I think that it's time for that to be a, a serious question in the back of the minds of of someone capable to do it, aka, you know, the uh, the Benson <laughs> the <Bensons>. family. <laughs> I think they should. I mean, at least entertain it. Like whatever I gotta do, I'm I'm legit gonna write like a, a like a third grader to Benson and be like, "Have you ever given this any thought? You know, hockey would thrive down here. Hockey is an intense sport that loves fun, drinking, and just overall excitement. This town brings that. You know, like it's such a great competitive sport, and it could really boost." everything we got going as far as sports down here, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I would love it. I would think it'd be great for the like for hockey in itself. Not like, I don't care what league it's in for hockey it in itself. Really that would be really good to get down. Like down South into those areas. And I think this would be a great stepping stone. Like, like, like it's 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 literally like just a, a blank canvas. You go Texas, and then you then you reach you know like it's literally Texas, and then you can go to Florida. Like you don't really have anything in Georgia. You don't have anything in Alabama. You don't have anything in Mississippi. You know, so it's you can you can look above Texas, above Louisiana, above Mississippi, Texas, Georgia, all of that. So it's it's literally just these states that don't have anything. Now I'm not saying that Mississippi could really hold the team anymore. I think they I think in in time they could, you know, but I think Louisiana is a great stepping stone for getting hockey back in the south. Oh, easily. And I mean, I, I don't even think Atlanta was that bad. Like fan support was there. It was just mismanagement. Yeah. So, anyways, I think we will wrap it up. Uh thank you. Corey, for taking the time out. Man, no problem. To talk. No um, problem. Where could people find you? Uh, Bayou Benders. Uh, just all you, just type in Bayou Benders. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Sweet. 
Thank you. And thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll wrap this episode up. Catch me at uh, Shane underscore Ryan 97, as well as Frozen Biscuit 92. I all hope you have a good one. And we will catch you on Sunday to talk uh, potential trades and the trade deadline. Right. See you guys.